This, this is, is the Mike, Mike DJ, DJ Kelly, Kelly podcast. podcast. This is the Mike Kelly Podcast. Mike Kelly. So here we go. As we move into double figures, as we drop issue number 10 of the crazy, foolish April, shorter than short, Mike DJ Kelly Podcast show, which includes news and stories that the others leave well alone. Coming up, paid podcast work, snake oil salesman, Mother's Day, Harry Mead, Duck Duck Go, Homicides, Alistair Stewart, and a whole lot more. If you want to get in touch about anything to do with the podcast show, please use either of the following to contact us. Email hello at mikedjkelly.co.uk or on Twitter at mikekellydisco. And don't forget, in case you miss my tweets about new versions of the podcast being available, you can always get the Mike DJ Kelly podcast by going to iTunes or Spotify and searching Mike DJ Kelly. This is the short of short Mike Kelly podcast. As you know, I've sort of been looking forward to March the 29th and seeing how things would be different after that date. What a letdown. What a disappointment. What a shambles. Talk about not being able to organise a piss-up in a brewery. This government seems unable to organise any flipping thing. Never mind it being apparently the most important thing that's happened in my lifetime, which is a point I dispute. I think getting married, having kids or buying a house were all more important. And another thing while I'm in rant mode, how come so many of the TV pictures of Theresa May show her and her husband coming out of church after the Sunday service? I cannot guess what someone in charge of introducing universal credit, pushing zero-hour contracts, austerity and the treatment of the Windrush generation can be praying about. Is, is that, that true? true? Better news in Sidmouth, where the air is smelling a lot more spring-like, following the removal of the 64-metre Sidmouth Thatberg, a monstrous mass of congealed oils, grease, wet wipes and other nasties discovered lurking under the seafront of the Devon Resort, which has now been finally removed in 36 large tanker lorries. It's the same in our house when the sink blocks. Three kettles full of boiling water go down before anything moves. I'm fed up with every time I go to Google to search for something that they want me to update and say yes to their new TNCs and how they will use my data before I can make a search. But I've now started using DuckDuckGo. What is DuckDuckGo? It's an internet search engine that emphasizes protecting searchers' privacy and avoiding the filter bubble of personalized search results. DuckDuckGo distinguishes itself from other search engines by not profiling its users and by showing all the users the same search results for a given search term, and it emphasizes returning the best results rather than the most results. This podcast is available on iTunes, Mixcloud.com, Popbean.com, and from my friend Alexa. I think we should mention the Liam Fox Brexit podcast. Liam Fox has been mocked after his department spent some £107,000 on a series of podcasts that was only downloaded 8,400 times. The Department for International Trade, Local to Global programme, hosted by Apprentice star Nick Hewer, was designed to encourage British firms to export after Brexit, using a blend of personal stories and memorable moments. However, it's emerged that the six episodes only racked up 8,398 downloads, costing the taxpayer around £12.70 per listen. 
Liberal Democrat MP Leila Moran, who uncovered the figures through a parliamentary question, told the Daily Mirror this vanity project is a complete waste of money. A bit like Liam Fox trade deals, the government has quite simply poured money down the drains. As a podcaster, if you want this work doing again, I will provide the whole caboodle for five grand. This is the podcast. So it's competition time, but no prizes. Which song contained these lines? If you wake up and don't want to smile, it takes just a little while. Open your eyes and look at the day. You'll see things in a different way. Those lines again. If you wake up and don't want to smile, it takes just a little while. Open your eyes and look at the day. You'll see things in a different way. What's the song? And who's it by? It's been another week of everybody talking about and advertising the same thing on national and local TV, radio and news sites. Yes, Mother's Day. Mother's Day, flowers, recipes, celebrity mums, cards, films, love songs, meals, poems and t-shirts. And then there's Twitter. This This is the Mike Kelly Kelly Podcast. Podcast. Love the straight-talking aid, good child, who scooped more than 71 million on the national lottery. The lucky, now ex-factory worker, celebrated becoming the biggest single British Euro Millions ticket holder by enjoying watching the Wales versus Ireland Six Nations match on TV with his parents while sharing a takeaway pizza and spicy chicken wings all washed down with Italian beer. He said, I'm not one of these winners who's going to say, this win won't change me. It bloody well will, or at least I'll give it a good damn go. There'll be no more shift work for me. I want to travel, find myself a lovely new home, go to top sporting events and try many other things besides. Aid, who has worked at Special Metal Wigging in Homer, Hereford, for more than 20 years, has quit his job and plans to splash out on a new home with a swimming pool, jacuzzi and a large garden. He wants to travel to the Grand Canyon and the pyramids in Egypt and wants to treat his family. Aid said, me and my cousins often get together and the date was already in the diary for last Sunday to meet for lunch. I must have come across very emotional, but I couldn't tell them about the win. I didn't want to spoil our day. Most of them know now, though. I'm going to enjoy sitting down and chatting about how I might be able to help them. But when asked by reporters if he thought the money made him a more attractive romantic prospect, anybody I think I couldn't have pulled before has no chance, because I haven't suddenly become attractive overnight. Just my wallet has. (laughs) If you want to get in touch with this top-rated, much-listened-to podcast, please contact... Email hello at mikedjkelly.co.uk or on Twitter at MikeKellyDisco. And don't forget, in case you missed my tweets about new versions of the podcast being available, you can always get the Mike DJ Kelly podcast by going to iTunes or Spotify and searching Mike DJ Kelly. Still to come, the phonetic alphabet, homicide, police and Alistair Stewart. But first, looking at Twitter on the 23rd of March and a tweet from the Guidepost Hotel at Bradford caught my eye. It asked me to get in touch if I would like their new Christmas brochure, not even Easter, and they're asking about Christmas. Now, who is our April mystery celebrity? Born the 1st of April 1966, he is an English broadcaster, businessman and producer for radio and TV. 
He started his broadcasting career working on Piccadilly Radio in Manchester as a teenager before moving to London as a presenter for the BBC's Greater London Radio and then Channel 4 TV. By 2000, he was the UK's highest paid entertainer, according to the Sunday Times Rich List. Who is he? This is the Sad news this week that ex-Radio Caroline and Radio Luxembourg DJ Bob Stewart has died. The troubled BBC Sounds app is in the news for blocking Google, but at the same time commercial radio stations are turning their noses up at an offer to have their services made available through the Sounds app. What gets me is the amount of advertising around the BBC Sounds app. Two promos in one link between programmes on BBC One and half the buses around where I am are covered in adverts for it. Love it when Alistair Stewart is presenting the news on ITV. So professional, especially that last moment of the news when he slips his pen into his pocket. This podcast is available on iTunes, Mixcloud.com, Popbean.com and from my friend Alexa. We try to mention a charity every now and again. This time it is Bradford Nightspot challenging youth homelessness. They do various things, one of which is their emergency scheme. Since 1993 and over 10,000 bed nights later, Bradford's Nightspot emergency scheme has been providing accommodation for homeless young people in the homes of vetted and trained volunteers. Homeless people are prevented from rough sleeping until their longer-term solution is resolved. One night at a time, they are offered a place of safety with a room of their own transport, meals, basic essential supplies, washing facilities and support to their next step. They also provide Night Stop Plus. In addition to the emergency scheme, they are now able to offer Night Stop Plus to 16 and 17 year olds. Still three, secure and warm accommodation for up to 21 nights is delivered by a specially trained and enhanced level DBS vetted volunteer hose. Young people are helped and encouraged with skills for independence. You can find out more at their website at bradfordnightspot.org.uk. Thought I might mention that my wife has just passed a test at work to learn the phonetic alphabet. That's the NATO phonetic alphabet, officially donated as the International Radio Telephony Spelling Alphabet, and also commonly known as the ICAO phonetic alphabet, and in a variation also known officially as the ITU phonetic alphabet and figure code. It's the most widely used radio telephone spelling alphabets. She's had to learn it as they're improving how they communicate with their customers. I know you're trying to guess what she works as. Maybe in an emergency call centre, in the military, railway announcements? No, none of those. She's in the library at Trinity University. This is the Mike Kelly Podcast. Twice this week I've heard mention of snake oil salesmen. So I decided I would check out exactly what it means. A snake oil salesman is somebody that sells an item that claims to have more miraculous powers. This product is usually accompanied by a tremendous amount of hype. In an attempt to help push their products, the snake oil salesman will usually have planted accomplices who will claim that the product actually works. In reality, it refers to a person that is pushing a product that is deemed to be overhyped at best and fraudulent at worst. In the 1800s, thousands of Chinese workers were arriving in the United States as labourers to work on the Transcontinental Railroad. Among these items the Chinese railroad workers brought with them to the States were various medicines. 
medicines, including snake oil, made from the oil of the Chinese water snake, which is rich in the omega-3 acid that helps reduce inflammation. Snake oil, in its original form, was really effective, especially when used to treat arthritis and bursitis. The workers would rub the oil used for centuries in China on their joints after a long hard day at work. So how did a legitimate medicine become a symbol of fraud? The origins of snake oil as a derogatory phrase trace back to the latter half of the 19th century. We saw a dramatic rise in the popularity of patent medicines. Often sold on the back pages of newspapers, these tonics promised to cure a whole variety of ailments, including chronic pain, headaches, female complaints and kidney trouble. In time, all of these false cures began to be referred to a snake oil. Saw a news headline last week describing a homicide in the UK. I always had homicide as an American word, popular with crumple-coated detective Columbo. However, when searching DuckDuckGo, it says the terms murder and homicide are frequently interchanged. However, there is a difference between the two. Homicide is the killing of one person by another. Murder is a form of criminal homicide where the perpetrator intended to kill the person, sometimes with premeditation. Manslaughter is another type of criminal homicide. This is the Mike Kelly Podcast. I have mentioned before about my insurance black box in my car, meaning I have to stick to all speed limits or get penalised for exceeding them. Well, they now say all new cars will automatically abide by speed limits in a few years' time. This is a good and bad thing. It means no one will be overtaking me in a 20 or 30 mile per hour area, but what will happen to my allegedly reduced cost insurance for driving carefully? If everyone else is driving carefully. Is Is that that true? true? Just thinking back to the Brexit shambles and how government ministers talk in radio and TV reports in this think they are better and cleverer than everyone else sort of style that they do, which got me to search on the internet people that think they are better and cleverer than everyone else. The answer is, well, the main answer is pretentious, followed by vainglorious, snobby, pompous, magnoliquent, know-it-all, apparently the thesaurus is a good place to start. In case you missed my tweets about the new versions of a podcast being available, you can always get the Mike DJ Kelly podcast by going to iTunes or Spotify and searching Mike DJ Kelly. If you want to get in touch with this top-rated and much-listened-to podcast, please contact by email hello at mikedjkelly.co.uk and on Twitter at MikeKellyDisco. Indeed, if you want a podcast making for your business or Brexit or need any help with radio producer or presentation work, please get in touch. Didn't get chance to play the amazingly outlandish April Fool's trick I have been planning for about a year as it could impact my new employers. Guess it will have to wait until I fully retire. So finally, let's mention the lovely Harry Mead of the Northern Echo. Harry has blamed the economic climate after ending a regional daily column he believes was the longest running in British journalism. Harry Mead's final column for the Northern Echo appeared recently, nine days short of 50 years after it first appeared in the Darlington-based daily. In his farewell column for The Echo, Harry wrote, I've been writing my weekly column since 1966, and it first appeared in The Northern Echo 50 years ago this month. 
But today's column is the last. Time and an economic climate ever less favourable to newspapers in the digital age have caught up with it. The column's 50-year span might be the longest in British journalism, certainly for a column of topical comments, but my sole aim, week by week, has been to find something worthwhile to say, and to say it or maybe several things well enough to take the reader, perhaps yourself, from start to finish. On the second count, I will have failed many times. The thirst is purely subjective, and even where I've struck a common chord, I'm sure I've tested many a reader's patience by repeating myself more than once. He added, newspapers are still its best ever public platform, and my greatest wish as I depart is that what ever or whoever fills the space it is possible that a future northern echo columnist might one day be looking back on half a century of contributions but for now good luck to you all this is the mike kelly podcast nearly time to go Guess the celebrity, born 1st of April 1966. He is a very well-paid English broadcaster, businessman and producer for radio and TV. Yep, it's Christopher James Evans. So what was the song that contained these lines? If you wake up and don't want to smile, if it takes just a little while, open your eyes and look at the day, you'll see things in a different way. Fleetwood Mac and Don't Stop. That's all we have time for in this spring edition of the crazy, shorter-than-short podcast show. From me, Mike Kelly, take care. Remember, you can always find the podcast by searching or shouting Mike DJ Kelly Podcast. This is the Mike Kelly Podcast. Mike Kelly.